0: Hey, welcome to another episode of the Rust Belt Rivals brought to you by Overtime Sports Network. I am Pittsburgh Steeler fan Nick Angelo, and I am in an empty back formation today. Cleveland Brown fan Simon Siegel is not here with us. He is getting over an illegal block. He'll be back with us next week. But that brings up a very good point to start off with. Uh, I talked to Simon uh, and he said, you know, the Browns are shooting themselves in the foot, they're making mistakes. But it's hard to beat any team in the NFL when you have to play the referees, too. Now, I know it could be sour grapes from both me and him. You know, we, our our seasons aren't going the way we hoped they would, and it's easy to blame the refs, but it it's it's getting real bad. And I'm sure New Orleans Saints fans are out there saying, I told you so. But I said this last week, that Steelers-Ravens game, the officiating was Horrendous for both sides. I mean, I, the Steelers got lucky on a lot of calls, and it was just just overall poor. And then this Cleveland Seattle game this past week, wow! I mean, they're just making making calls up an illegal block. It, it was almost like an illegal use of playing football. I mean, what's the point of playing if you can't even do anything? And then that Monday night game, Detroit you hands to the face call twice where the guy's hands were on his shoulder pads like what are these guys supposed to do and it's getting to a point where now it, it, everyone is starting to everyone's starting to feel it and everyone's starting to notice it I don't have the answers I mean instant replay seems like a nightmare and I don't know what to do with that you know the challenge flags and I mean can't there be, just another ref in the box looking over things. I mean, they do it for the broadcasts. And then when you see a terrible call like that, you just buzz down and be like, hey, look, that wasn't hands to the face. Or, hey, that wasn't an illegal block. You know, like, I know we want to keep the games moving, but if you want to keep the games moving so much, why have the pass interference call that now coaches can challenge to no avail, may I add? that is Those numbers are horrendous coaches are challenging pass interference offensive pass interference and they're like oh it has to be egregious why do, I don't what's egregious mean I mean is the guy gotta like just take the other guy's pants off or something what is happening here it, it's just it's just a bad it's a bad look for the NFL right now and I know I know Simon is uh very upset with the officiating, but he's also upset with just how they're playing. You know, the Browns, you know, me, I like to think that, you know, this is what happens. A good team's got to learn how to win. Uh, Baker looks bad. You know, you can blame a lot of those interceptions on the fact that his receivers aren't catching the ball. I mean, they're literally bouncing off their hands into the arms of the other team, but Baker doesn't look like the guy that was about to set the world on fire for sure. Uh, the Browns they they got a lot of they got a lot of uh, you know questions to answer. Luckily they're on the bye week as are the Steelers. But the Browns and the Steelers have had very similar schedules, and I'll tell you what: if you look at the Steelers' schedule, I mean, going into the season, you think these games were easy, but you know that Patriot game went the way I thought it would, but Seattle, San Francisco. Those two teams are really good, and the Steelers were in those games. They could have, should have, maybe would have won those games. That Baltimore game came down to overtime in the end. So who knows what this, who knows what this team is? Because they went to Los Angeles. And by the way, Los Angeles Chargers, thank you for hosting a home game for the Steelers. What a joke that is. What a joke Los Angeles is as a sports town. I mean, the NFL took two franchises and moved them to L.A. for what? Why? No one gives a shit. Literally, that entire stadium was terrible towels on Sunday night. They even played renegade, for God's sakes. So thank you, Los Angeles, for hosting that away game. made made Mike Tomlin's road trip to the West Coast not so daunting. But the Steelers look good. Chargers look bad. Steelers look good. Uh, you know, major blow with it out for the year, and we got to get Steve Nelson healthy because, well, I think we saw that Artie Burns is just he's just not he's not a viable option. I mean, we gave up Hunter Hen- Hunter Henry middle of the field as usual. Like we knew they were throwing the ball; they had to throw the ball, and we still couldn't cover it. So that. That needs to be addressed. uh Devin Bush played outstanding, but he also may he also missed some crucial tackles too, so you know I'm sure they're they're in the film room this week correcting all the little mistakes, but overall, I was very pleased with the Steelers performance on Sunday night against the Chargers. they look like a they look like a good team. they look like a good offensive line you know that could run the ball uh Jalen' Sam, Samuels not being there may hurt. Benny Snell looks like he's got to figure it out a little bit, but it takes a minute. You know, running backs in in the league, when they come in the league, it, it takes a minute. You know, it's not just getting the ball and running as fast as you can. You know, you gotta know the blocks. You gotta know the schemes. You gotta know the defense, know where your offensive line is pushing someone, and you know where to run. And that's not as easy as you may think it is. So hopefully Benny Snell and gets a little bit more, more time under his belt, and he's gonna look uh He's going to look a little bit better. I think he's getting better. I mean, I'm am a Benny Snell fan. You know, I was a big fan of his last last year when he played for Kentucky in the in the bowl game against Penn State and as I was rooting for Penn State and I watched this kid, I oh, I hate this guy. Oh, look at him. he's so he's so arrogant. Oh, man, he's so but meanwhile, I was secretly like, man, I wish he was on my team. So, I like Benny Snell. When we drafted him, I was a big fan of that. And I think he's going to do okay because James Conner cannot have, he just, his body's not cut out for the workload. You know, he's going to need someone to come in and help him out. Quarterback. So, it was just announced that Mason Rudolph is out of concussion protocol. Once again, we're on the bye week. You know, everyone can get healthy. And if you're going to ask me who do we think we should start, I think that's a no-brainer, and that's Mason Rudolph. You know, that's the guy. I mean, he's been groomed to be the replacement for Ben. He's not being groomed to be the backup. So you got to put him out there. And he's looked good. He hasn't looked bad. He hasn't looked great, but he hasn't looked bad either. Now, I know uh, Devin Hodges, Duck, He he played fantastically well for what he was asked to do, but do I think he's going to be able to lead us to the promised land no I I I don't think he's quite got it I mean you got to realize he's an undrafted rookie so he's learning as we go but that's the type of game when you when your offensive line and run game work and your defense plays the way they do because of the Minka Fitzpatrick trade yes Simon I still think that's a good trade then yeah a guy like Devin Hodges the pride of Sanford is going to lead you to a victory But moving forward, you go with Mason Rudolph. But the best thing is now you move forward with Mason Rudolph knowing that you have a competent backup. So if anything happens, God forbid, you know, you have a competent backup. Or if Mason comes out and he's still groggy or he's throwing interceptions and he can't get the offense moving, yeah, bring in Duck. Let's, you know, why not shake it up a little bit? So I think it was actually really good that that Hodges came in and did what he did, and now we can move forward knowing that we have two competent quarterbacks that hopefully can just get the job done and work with the run game and the offensive line. The offensive line looked great. Uh, very, very happy with that performance from the guys up front there, uh, but like I said, you know, Artie Burns is a liability. We got to get Steve Nelson healthy, uh, but the rest of the defense looked good. I thought, Vincenzo Williams back in the back in the field is is a is a huge boost. Not just because now he can run the defense. he can call the plays in the huddle and let fifty five Devin Bush just be the athlete that he is. You say, hey number fifty five, go get that guy, and he's getting them. You know he doesn't have to run the defense, he doesn't have to call the schemes. You know once again, he's a rookie. You know these guys coming in the league, that's a big playbook to know. Its a big thing in the in the film room to read and know and expect what the other guys are doing. Vince Williams can do that. Devin Bush can cause havoc. So I was very happy, very happy with that. And just just like that, back in the thick of things, only a game out of first place, the rest of the AFC seems like they nobody wants to take control. I mean even the chiefs look out look at the chiefs, they've lost two in a row. I mean, the Patriots are going to, you know, everyone everyone knows that. Everyone knows the Patriots are going to do what they do. So out of nowhere, out of a, an abysmal start going into the bye week, the Steelers, they're in second place, tied with the Browns, which I think is is right. I, I think that's right with the world. I know Simon would disagree with me. I know the expectations were high. I tell them they were too high. You know, you're firing your coach at seven and nine. I think you need to pump your brakes. You know, the Browns need to learn how to win. They got a lot of guys in that locker room that've never played together before. You know, they got to learn how to win. And they've had a tough schedule. You know, I know they get New England coming out of the bye, but then it's kind of clear, you know, smooth sailing for them. So we'll see. I mean, I wish Simon was here so I could bring up the OBJ trade rumors, as uh, Dorsey has said that that's fake news, and I'm sure it could be, you know, if Stephen A. Smith is breaking it doesn't mean squat, but there's a part of me that's just waiting, oh, I am waiting for the I told you so moment. Uh, apparently he's not happy with his rule because he's an egomaniac and he wants the ball. He doesn't care if they win or lose. He wants the ball while they win, and if he doesn't get the ball while they win, he'll he'll show up. But if they're losing and he doesn't get the ball, yeah, he's, he's done. He's out. I could be wrong. Stephen A. Smith could be wrong. Then again, Dorsey could be lying. But we'll see. The trade deadline is in, what, two weeks? I don't know. What, what do you get for OBJ? A first round pick? I mean, if he, he demands his way out of there, I mean, who's going to? Who wants him? Maybe the Packers. Maybe the Cowboys. I don't know. But I do know this the Browns, even though the officiating has been terrible, they haven't looked great. They haven't looked great. They're making a lot of mistakes, fixable mistakes definitely corrections that they can you know address by week come out. I mean don't be surprised they come out and they take it to the patriots. You know, they got to I think they really got to go full Chubb. You know, lean on Nick Chubb. He is he is the guy. Don't make Baker be the the guy that leads you. He's he's young. Let him learn. Let him take his mistakes as they come and he is. He's he's getting his thumps. He's getting his, uh, you know, his, his rookie mistakes, his second year mistakes, he's, you know, he's learning, and they got a good run game, lean on that, that's what I would, that's what I would think, so, I don't know, we'll see, we'll see what happens, I'm actually kind of excited, well, of course I'm excited, Steelers won, and like I said, we're right in the thick of things, so I'm actually kind of excited to see how the rest of the season plays out, you know, we're Tied for second place, only a game behind the Ravens, who I don't care. I know they beat the Bengals. I understand that, and I know Lamar Jackson set records because of he's the only quarterback to throw for so many yards and rush for so many yards, but I don't care. He stinks. I'm saying it. I'm sticking with it. Yeah, maybe because I'm stubborn and I don't want to admit I'm wrong, but I don't know. I'm not impressed with him. Let me see him do that against a good defense. Let me see him do that against a good team because I don't think he can. He looked terrible against the Steelers. Didn't look that good against the Browns. Yeah, he's extremely dangerous when he gets an open space and he's running the ball, but if a good defense bottles him up and has a guy spying him and keeping him from running and makes him throw the ball, oh, buddy, I don't think the Ravens stand a chance. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't think I am. But we'll see. so we got we got a pretty exciting rest of the season coming down the pipe. I mean we're what week seven going on. We're almost halfway through the season. Nothing is really shaken out yet in the AFC. Everything's up for grabs. I don't know. I'm I'm fired up. I, I, I maybe I'm it's you know false hope, but I don't know. I mean I that def- the Steelers defense looks great. I think the Browns have mistakes that they can correct easily. I mean, they came out and looked great against Seattle. Seattle's a really good team. Russell Wilson is playing lights out. So who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? I'm excited. I'm pretty fired up. I can't wait until next week when Simon's here as we get ready after our bye week. But with that being said, let's take a trip around the rest of the league as I'll give you my picks. We'll see what I think as I'm trying to waste time and bring it up on my phone here. All right. So we're going to start off Thursday night, Chiefs at Broncos, which I think Patrick Mahomes is a lot more hurt than he's leading on, to be honest with you. Uh, they, they They look great coming out the gate, and then they just fell apart as he kept getting hit and kept getting hit. Chiefs might be in trouble. I I, I don't know. maybe or maybe not trouble but not as good as we thought they were. Maybe just injured. You know Tyreek Hills back. I think Sammy Watkins is uh is playing is going to play this week. So who knows? Maybe they get some pieces together and you know and they can keep Mahomes upright. But this week I I like the, I like the Chiefs. I mean the Broncos, I can't take the Broncos. Uh I don't see the Chiefs losing three in a row you know Thursday night at the Broncos once again I'll never pick a team that has Joe Flacco as their quarterback just out of principle moving on Rams Falcons uh the Rams that's they don't look they they don't look terrible but they, they don't scare me they don't scare me at all but luckily for them they're playing the Falcons who do scare me as I'll never pick that team I cannot believe I thought this team was going to put it all together and make a Super Bowl run they just look like they look like they're all out there for themselves. There's no team chemistry whatsoever. I like the Rams at the Falcons. Dolphins, Bills, whoop, 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 upset alert, upset alert. Yep, I'm doing it. Bills coming off the bye week, and the magic is back in Miami, baby. Yep, Fitzpatrick is going to get the start, and I think he's going to lead the Dolphins to their first win of the victory uh of the season. And sorry, Bills fans, but I mean, it's in Buffalo, but hey, Fitzpatrick played in Buffalo because he's played just about everywhere. Uh, he made a lot of money in Buffalo, and I think Magic is going to shock the world. And I think the Dolphins are beating the Bills, and they may kick themselves out of the Tua race, but it's okay. That's my upset special. Don't put money on it, but that's my upset special. Uh, Jaguars, Bengals, I mean, you'd think the Bengals... Have to win a game at one point this year, but I, I don't know. Uh, Jags look to be all right, they look to be able to hang with any team. Uh, now they got rid of Ramsey. Maybe they get the cancer out of the locker room. I don't know his deal, but I'm taking the Jags over the Bengals, Vikings, Lions. A lot, I like the Lions, I like them a lot. I, I had them pick, I picked them over the Packers, they kind of got screwed by the refs. Uh, the Vikings look like they're starting to get things together. I think Kirk Cousins is starting to, you know, really uh, focus in. You know, Stefan Diggs went off. Everybody who's – if you let go Stephon Diggs in your fantasy league, punch yourself again in the face because that was dumb. Uh, so who's going to win the game? I'm going to take the Lions. I'm going to take the Lions in probably another close shootout in that NFC North Raiders Packers taking the pack pack looks great Aaron Rodgers looks like he's having fun he doesn't have to go out there and win the game now their wide receiving core is decimated with injuries but they seem like they always got a guy next up and the Raiders are just they're they're playing for Vegas so that's I like the Packers big Texans Colts uh, Texans are tail of two teams I they stay hot I like the Texans Colts are they're doing they're doing all right. They're doing all right. Way better than I thought, but I'll take the Texans in that one. Cardinals, Giants. Giants are gonna get healthy. Cardinals are struggling. I mean, both two win teams, but the Giants hung in there with the Patriots. Golden Tate's back. I think Saquon's coming back. Evan Ingram's coming back. Danny Dimes. I like the Giants. I like me in in New York. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's an easy pick, I think. 49ers, Redskins. Uh there's no way the 49ers are going undefeated, but they will this week. That's an easy win. Chargers, Titans, Chargers, they – I don't know what's wrong with that team. Like, they just do not – is it bad coaching? I mean, I it's I, – I don't know. And the Titans are this – this game can go either way, to be honest with you, because the Titans have baffled me all year long. Uh, I think the Chargers might right the ship. I mean, they didn't look – they kind of made a little bit of a comeback – on Sunday night, I'm going to take the Chargers on the road in a desperation game. Then that goes Saints Bears. Saints Bears. Saints at Bears. I'm taking Bears at home just because it's in Chicago. But the Saints, have, with Teddy Bridgewater, have played fantastic. But I think that's going to start to clean. Alvin Kamara is pretty banged up. Bears defense is still tough. I think Trubisky's coming back. I like the Bears in a in a nice upset. Ravens, Seahawks, now, I would have taken the Ravens in this game four weeks ago, but as I've watched this season unfold, if I know one thing, if I know two things, the Seahawks are playing pretty good ball, Russell Wilson is, lights out right now, and Lamar Jackson stinks, so I'm taking the Seahawks, now, if the Ravens, you watch, the Ravens are going to beat the piss out of the Seahawks, and I'm going to come in next week scratching my head, just, I just don't get it, but... This is the uh proved Nick wrong game. And I'm gonna take the Seahawks. Uh Eagles at the Boys. That's Sunday night. Eagles at the Boys. Oh, man. Who is who is who are these clubs? Eagles, I don't know. I don't know what their deal is. They look they look terrible. They look great. Cowboys. I wish Simon was here because Simon was putting the Cowboys in the Super Bowl in week after week two. And they've looked like Trash almost ever since. I mean, once again, I don't think Dak is the answer in Dallas. I know a lot of people will disagree with me, but who's going to win the game Sunday night in Dallas? I'm taking the boys, taking Zeke. I think Zeke's going to have a big game against the Eagles. And then Monday night, Pat's at Jets. Look out for those New York Jets, Sam Darnold is back and healthy, but it doesn't matter because the Patriots seem to be the the Patriots. So I'm taking the Patriots over the Jets. Uh, I'm going to wrap it up. It's going to be a quick episode. I hope Simon feels better. Uh, He's not sick. I think he's just crying in his pillow because Baker and the boys just have not done what he thought they were going to do. But we'll be back next week. It's it's the bye week, so we'll be coming back nice and fresh for everybody. Thanks for listening once again. Rust Belt Rivals. Follow us on Instagram. A uh, big shout-out to Claudia for doing our Instagram uh, brought to you by Overtime Sports Network, now on Spotify, now on iTunes. Thanks a lot, guys.